What's your one thing? So your one thing is learning to master kitty language? Okay, well, extraordinary results requires that you master something. This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the One Thing team. We know so many of you have read the book, you love the book, and you struggle to live the book. On the cover, it says, the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. Simple does not mean easy. (laughs) While it may be simple to live much of what is in the book, it does not mean that it is easy to live the book. This past week, we did a webinar on how to take back control of 24 to 32 hours a month in just 30 minutes a week. At the end of every webinar, we love to leave time for Q&A so that we can answer your questions. What you're going to hear today is the Q&A portion from that training because there were so many great questions that were asked. We wanted to release this to you because we're sure many of you have the same questions. Now, you will hear from time to time us referring to the program or us talking about living your one thing. Right before the Q&A portion, we had opened the enrollment to our Living Your One Thing implementation community. If you would like to join us where we are your accountability partners in getting results, just go to the onething.com slash membership. That's with the number one in the URL. That's the onething.com slash membership and you can join us. Enrollment is open till this Sunday. Then we are closing the doors again. So the enrollment is open for a very short period of time. So if you are interested, make sure you jump on it right now. With that, let's get into the episode. I feel really fortunate because I get the opportunity to work with so many amazing people in our community and our customers and get to be a part of their world. And they trust me with being a part of their goals. And more often than not, almost everyone is focused on health. And at the core of that is diet and eating a balanced diet. But eating this kind of diet, it's a huge time commitment and it's easy to get knocked off track. That's why it's so great to have a solution when you don't have the time to do the prepping and the cooking and the cleanup, but you still want to eat healthy. That's why we partner with Factor. And Factor is chef-created, dietitian approved meals that are ready to go in just two minutes. With Factor, there's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. The variety of different options and meals that they have is really impressive, but go see for yourself. Head to factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150 to get 50% off. That's code 150 at factormeals.com slash 150 to get 50% off. I'm not clear on how you get time back unless you stop at some point going through your priority list. Is it more about being disciplined or avoiding distractions? No, Dean. Um, This is about the vast majority of us wake up every single day. And while we don't believe this, this is how we act. We act as though we need to get everything else done so that then we can hopefully have time to do our most important thing. The truth is, and and if you actually take action through this, you will find out that if you say no to the 80% work, the world does not fall apart. When you start focusing on doing your most important work, when you act on your priorities first, you make massive strides in your business and in your life. 
you get so much more done. And then you start to realize how much you are in control of your time. You start saying no to emails, to technology, to notifications, to meetings, to other people. And you end up truly taking back control of your time. And we've, we've been surveying our members and asking them, all right, how many hours this week did you end up taking back? Like whether you canceled a meeting that you were then able to channel into your most important work, or you just canceled that meeting because it didn't matter and you went and spent time with your family. And they tell us on average, six to eight hours a week in the first 60 days, which is massive. Chelsea asked an incredible question. How do you get over instant gratification? Meaning I'm not instantly being rewarded, so I'm easily discouraged. Chelsea, fantastic question. I was in a mastermind with Gary and he looked at the room and said, most of you will not succeed over the long run because you are unwilling to endure the monotony of success. Most of you will not succeed because you are unwilling to endure the monotony of success. Chelsea, what I'm hearing you say, and I'm the same way because millennial, um, I want that instant gratification. I want to do something. I want to be rewarded. Extraordinary results. Not good results, great results, really, really great results. Extraordinary results is not about waking up every single day and doing the thing that is going to gratify you instantly. Chasing the new productivity hack, reading the latest book, downloading the latest podcast, doing the latest side business. It's about getting clarity, there's that clarity word again, on the handful of priorities that matter most to you and doing them day after day after day after day. Folks, the reason the majority of you struggle to live the one thing is because over time it is boring to live the one thing. It's hard. You're going to be, re- you're going to be gung-ho. And this is where the power of the, of the platform comes in. You're going to come out of the gate strong. You're going to be motivated. There's novelty. You're going to take action. You're going to be seeking clarity. You're going to identify your priorities. You're going to act in order of priority. You're going to be engaging with the community. And after a few weeks, the novelty will wear off. It will get boring. And then the world will start to attack you. Because it doesn't want you to narrow your focus. It wants you to react to what it wants. How will you endure that monotony of success? So Chelsea, how do you get over that is is first and foremost, recognizing what success is. Waking up every single day and knocking the lead domino down first. Doing it long enough until the point where it becomes a habit. That's what this does. Great question. Thank you. Was that helpful, folks? How many of you was that mind expanding? Next. Venice asked, how do I stop trying to control the time of others and, and focusing on my own? So Venice, are you in a managerial or leadership position? Are you in an administrative supportive position? I think it really comes down to what I'm hearing is you're treating everything like it matters equally. You're looking at all the things that you need to do and going, how do I control all of this? That's okay. You can still try to control all that other stuff. How can you first and foremost narrow your focus down to the thing that matters most for you first? How do you, before you check email, before you return calls, before you say yes to other people's priorities, how do you first and foremost take action on the thing that matters most to you first? Start there. That's, that's really what it's about. You can worry about everybody else after you earn the right to by accomplishing your one thing. How do I balance professional and work one things? Uh, this is, if you read the book, this is about counterbalance. The mindset, it actually has nothing to do with balance whatsoever. It's about when you are at work, 
you are all in at work. My phone right now, on airplane mode, on do not disturb, nothing's coming through this because my one thing is you. That's it. My one thing is you. When it's time to shut this training down, I will be going to my kid's swim practice. And guess what? If Inez calls me, I will not be answering the phone because daddy's watching his daughter not sink. It's about, it's, it's striking counterbalance. It's about just having clarity. When I'm at work, what's my number one priority? When I'm with family, what's my number one priority? When I'm focusing on my fitness, what's my priority? And you are all in on it. You're going to the extremes. Franco asked, how do you manage your one thing in the daily whirlwind of all the other stuff? Francisco, do you believe that everything matters, Lily? I don't think you do. I don't think anybody here does. And your actions and that question would suggest that deep down, you're still trying to treat everything like it matters equally. If doing your most important thing is the most important thing, why would you do anything else? We are not suggesting to you that you stop checking email, that you stop doing all the other stuff. This is a matter of you having a system that you can follow so that every single week, you know, boom, these are my priorities. These are the handful of big rocks that I must do. Not should do, think I need to do, it's a to-do list. These are the must-dos. How do you ensure that your calendar reflects getting those things done first? That's what this is all about. Francisco. All right. Let me, let me switch and let me show them the platform because they're starting to ask questions that really lead into the check-ins. So folks, I'm going to share my screen again. One thing, training platform. Okay. It's, it's internet-based. You get a link and a login and everything. When you come in, this is what you see. There's a nice welcome video. And then we've got a start here section. So it walks you through exactly how you get started. We've got a training calendar section. So you know what's coming up. Uh, here's where our check-ins and we also host Q&As regularly so that we can answer your questions live. Here's the training library and refer a friend, which by the way, if you guys do sign up and you go to the order page, or if you were referred by a friend, it's going to ask you, if you were referred by a friend, what's their name? Because for every friend you refer, we give you a month free in the future. So if you guys sign up and you're like, I love this, and you know other people, you can take them to the one thing.com slash friend. That's the one thing.com slash friend. That's the URL. And that will take them to the order page and they can put your name in there in that section and you will get a uh, credit for a free month in the future. So let's just test drive this thing. So the start here section, we have a welcome video. We have the core modules, which walk you through from a very high level what you need to know. And then we break it out into weeks, your first weeks, what you need to be doing each week. And for example, like week one, we even give you a checklist so that you can physically print out a checklist so that you have an actual checklist that says, this is what you should do. We suggest that you do this week. And remember, this is a suggestion. Not everything is for everyone. It's to you to decide what are you going to say yes to? What are you going to say no to? And notice how we even tell you what the time requirement would be for that so you can make a smart investment about your time. Okay. Then we have the training calendar section where, for example, we're actually loading October here this week, but shows, look, we talked about saying no to email, saying no to tech and notifications, saying no to meetings, saying no to other people. It tells you if it's live. So it says it's live at 3 p.m. or it tells you if it's evergreen. All right. If you want to actually access the check-ins, you go into the check-in and Q&A section where we go in here and you have everything that you need. You've got the video right here. 
We include a checklist so that you can take action. We include an executive summary. So if you're busy and you don't have time to watch the whole video or listen to the audio, you can just get the executive summary. We usually will have um, audio down here and we often will have these transcribed as well. So if you want to just print it out and read it later, you can do that. Bottom line, we want to provide the content to you in a method that's going to work for you. Then we have the training library where we're constantly building this thing out and then if you want to access the community, that'll take you directly to the community. If you want to get support, that'll take you there. If you want to refer a friend, that'll tell you how to do it. Okay, so this is the entire thing. The idea is that we teach you the models and systems so that you walk in and on a single sheet of paper, you know what your priorities are. We'll ask questions for you so you can self-discover if your priorities are clear to the level that they need to be. If your calendar actually reflects your priorities, and if not, what you do about it. We teach you the mindset of how to become a person who is accountable. Okay. Then, if it's a pre recorded check in, an evergreen check in, that's where we're diving into a strategic training, whether it's saying no to calendars, saying no to other people, how to hold accountability sessions with your team. These are all ideas that come in, and it's based on your feedback on what you want. The idea is that we give you a training every week that can be consumed in an hour or less that will teach you to control your time infinitely more. Next, Rick asks, how do I decide what the one thing is in real estate for new or current clients? Mm -hmm. Rick, is it new or oh, is it new or current clients? Rick, I don't know your business well enough to tell you um, which way it is. However, I th what I'm hearing is that you're still too high level. What we find for real estate agents is their one thing is usually lead generation the specific act of lead generating. So the question is, do you have a regular habit? Habit, meaning little to no willpower or discipline required to do it, of lead generating every single day. When distractions pop up, is it easy for you to literally just crush the distraction before it even happens so that you focus on lead generating? Do you lead generate and protect that time like the air you breathe? That's when you know you're doing it right. We find most people don't have, when, once they get clarity on their one thing, it, it, they haven't developed the habit yet of protecting it like the air they breathe. And that's really what this does. Ron says, in terms of getting to your one thing, how do you choose between two or three equally important things? Ron, this was something that we did on a live check-in that was really powerful for people. You got three things you need to do. Equal importance. Cool. Ron, how much time do you think you would actually need to have reserved on your calendar for you to knock out those three things for the week? How much time would it really take? I did this exercise on one week. I took every single thing, every big rock I needed to accomplish for that week. And I asked, how much time would I actually have to reserve on the calendar? The answer was 11 hours. Roughly 20% of my work week was required to get my 20% work done. We find pretty consistently that people only need about 20% of their time to get their 20% big rocks done. You got a lot more time than that, Ron. So the question is, what are you doing with that time? This is where, and what we do in the community is we really teach you how do you develop the mindset and have the models and systems you can follow so that when the week starts, you look at your calendar and instead of viewing it as something that was etched in stone, carried down from a mountaintop by Charlton Heston said, thou shalt follow, that you actually look at this as a flexible living, breathing document. You wipe the whole thing clean and those things that were scheduled on there, you ask the question, do they earn the right to keep their spot? 
that meeting that you had scheduled? Does it earn the right? What would it take for it to earn the right for it to keep its spot? Developing the mindset and following the system so that every week you wipe the slate clean, you schedule time for you to knock out those three big rocks, Ron, and then you fill the time in with the stuff that remains. Huge shift in terms of how you act. For those of you like my wife, who's a stay-at-home mom or a work-from-home parent where you don't actually have control of your schedule because you got rugrats who run around and they are your one thing, it's about how do you have clarity on the priorities to the level that when you do have that sliver of time for five minutes, that you don't go, ooh, now's a great time to check email and see what other 80% work somebody's trying to delegate to me. And you first and foremost take action toward your number one priority first. This is clarity. This is all about clarity. So hopefully that helps you. Todd said, oh, Todd, um, if the five I'm spending my time with at work aren't the right people, should I be finding a new job? Todd, I cannot give you guidance on if you should stay or quit your job. The question um, that I would be asking if I was in your shoes is, am I fulfilled in what, I'm, what I am doing? Is there purpose behind what I am doing? If, if the answer is no there, I mean, for me, that would lead me to self-discover certain things. It, it does matter who you spend your time with. Uh, the question for you is, what do you think? Do you think that matters? Do you think you can leverage your current skills in a place where you're surrounded by better people? Can I put you on the spot? Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you come over here? Sure. You're about to meet Inez. Wasn't, wasn't expecting to do this, folks, but um, I think this, is, this will help people. So you've um, had a nice long career, right? I have. Very long. Hold yes. on. We're going to go full interview. Move the boom. Yet you move here. You start working with me. You yeah. start working with Jay, Gary. What's been the impact of that for you? A major change. Major. I used to work in the Northeast. I'm from the New Jersey, New York area. So I was working from 8 a.m. till 7, 8, 9 p.m. almost every day. I was working weekends um, and I wanted a change because I couldn't do it anymore. I was tired. I just wanted a life. And so I moved here and it's weird because I work normal hours and I get to have a life now. And what do we say about working long hours or weekends? They're cheating. Working long hours is cheating because you're doing the wrong things and you're muscling your way to a result instead of holding yourself accountable to doing to being as efficient and effective as possible during the times that you do allow yourself to work and then you go and live a life. So Todd, who you surround yourself with matters. What you want to do with that to the level that you want to take that to, that's to you. Yes. Nice job. Thank you. She did good. She doesn't even like to be on camera. <laughs> Never tell her when she's going to be on. <laughs> All right. Folks, is this helpful for you? Are you guys getting value from this? Kevin says, that's why I resigned from my last job. There you go. Mark asked, how do I improve productivity, eliminate distractions in an open office environment that's meant to be collaborative? Mark, I'm going to answer your question with a question. What's the one thing you're currently not doing? That if you started doing immediately would have a major impact in terms of your ability to focus and get work done in a collaborative work environment. We find that oftentimes we actually know the answer. It's internal. And what a good coach does is they ask you questions so you can self-discover those answers. Now, I am not a coach. I have a coach. I have way too much respect for coaches to claim to be one. We do try to model that so that we are asking you questions so that you can self-discover these things. 
some suggestions. First and foremost, what's your most important work? Do you have to get it done in the office? Could you show up a half hour later, an hour later? Inez is, owns my communication. She owns my email inbox. And she found that in our open office collaborative environment, she was not able to get my inbox cleared. So what did I tell you to do? Stay home. Stay home until she gets it done. Is there one person that tends to be the lead distractor? What could you say to them proactively that would help them self-discover that they're actually not helping. And by the way, for those of you guys that actually sign up now, Monday is going to be a live check-in where we specifically talk about how to say no to other people. Would that training be worth a dollar to you? Which we'll refund if you don't like it. See the question? See where I'm going there? Uh, hope that helps you. Christy asks, can you share a best practice for batching responding to email in order to stay out of the inbox responding to Christy asked, can you share a best practice about batching email? Christy, that was two trainings ago, um, saying no to email. So that's in there as well. Um, I will give you some ideas. First and foremost, and this is my experience, I found myself checking email every time I got bored. Standing in line at the grocery store where that person in front of me is taking way too long because they're counting change. I'm like, who uses change anymore? Then I'm going, oh, now's a great time to check email. And I swipe down, I go, oh, there's one. Open it and go, bomb, not going to handle that right now. I mark it as unread. And then it seemed like two hours went by where I don't remember what happened because I was just thinking about that email. It was occupying my mind share. How many of you check email every single time there's a commercial break at TV or you're partner gets up to go to the bathroom and you got to pause the TV. Anytime you get bored, you just stop and you check email and you end up not handling the emails that need to get handled because it requires too much focus and attention. From a 40,000 foot level, stop doing that. What would it take for you to reserve 15 minutes on your calendar for you to batch emails? When you open that email and you go, ooh, I don't want to deal with this right now. It goes, uh-uh. No, now is when you deal with it. Now is the time you reserved to deal with those emails. Hope that helps. Alicia said, what if my one thing takes 40 to 60 hours a week to complete? Or is it a week or total? Just 40 to 60 hours to complete. To, com to complete. What do you do with all the other stuff? This is where I shared earlier. I have never for a single day perfectly acted in order of priority. I'm always clear about what my priorities are. And I have never, ever, ever once had a day where I completely shut the world out and just focused on number one till I earned the right to focus on anything else. That's because we don't live in a vacuum. We live in a world where there are other people around us. We do uh, want to be supportive. It is important to hold up the culture of your organization. It's about how do you start? How do you look at where you are? Was it Alicia? Alicia, how do you look at where you are today as a baseline? And how do you say, tomorrow, how do I get here? And the next day, how do I get here? And the next day, how do I get here? It's, it's building the momentum. It's just knocking that one domino down. We find that so many people, this is in the book, so many people, they look for extraordinary results by it's that hockey stick growth, right? When you do one thing, the right thing, it topples over many things. People want to go from here to here yesterday. That's not what it is. How do you endure the monotony of success? How do you day after day keep knocking that lead domino down, staying consistent with it? You don't feel like you're making any progress. Ooh, maybe a little progress, maybe a little progress. And then boom, hockey stick growth.
That's what it looks like. That's how it works. So no, you don't have to silence the world for the entire week because that's not realistic. But how do you do better than you've done in the past? Scott asks, what's the first step to finding the five that stretch and motivate you? Scott, I have an entire episode of the One Thing podcast that's dedicated to this. If you go, if you have an iPhone, you have a podcast app on it already. If you have an Android phone, you can literally download any player for podcasts. And if you search the one thing spelled out like the book, all spelled out the O-N-E thing, go to episode 49. An hour, I go into depth about this. But in terms to give you something tangible now, where do you need the help most, Scott? Out of everything you're working on, what is the one thing you need help with most? The reason we ask you this is because a mentor helps you best in their area of expertise. Meaning if I want to become a real estate investor, I'm not going to go talk to Buffett. He stocks, companies. He does real estate too, but you get the picture, right? I'm not going to go talk to somebody who spends all their time mastering stock investing if I want to master real estate investing. You got to get clarity. That C word, clarity, it keeps coming up. Step one, you got to get clarity on where you need help most so that you can ask the, pers- ask the question, who's the ideal person who could guide me in this situation? And then go searching for those people. One thing that really helps is, frankly, to ask people, hey, I'm looking to get into real estate investing. Do you know any successful real estate investors? You will be shocked how many connections get opened. If this Q&A has been helpful, like you're, you're starting to see some of the modeling of when the, we do these live check-ins, sometimes I am literally walking out of meetings with Gary and Jay where my mind has been blown and I am turning around and teaching it to you. The idea is we have a person who has built the largest real estate company in the world who has built an empire, who's the titan of their industry. They didn't get there by luck. They got there because they identified models and systems that they followed. To be able to be handed that playbook on a silver platter and then to have somebody hold your hand to walk you through it, what would that mean for your life? What ceiling of achievement are you currently butting up against that you are just bound to break through? Part of the reason that it's a buck to try it and then it's a buck a day is that this is not a money thing for us. This is a legacy thing. We wanted to make this so there was just enough that you had some skin in the game and that just we would crush the value every single month. The thing is, you have to act. You have to implement. You have to sign up because the enrollment is only open for so long. Okay? So please make this investment in yourself. Give it a shot. I would not be standing here today unless I firmly believed it was value. There is no amount of money that I can make for this business that warrants undermining the brand of Gary Keller. Understand that. So when we put something in front of you, we endorse it. And we know that this can be transformative for you if you implement what is taught. Hopefully that helps. Brian said, the great question, Brian. Um, how do you continue to drill down to your one thing when you have many options? Brian, this is really the crux of what we do on the live check-ins. We find the biggest challenges people, when they start following our models and systems, they're not clear enough. And you saw it happen on this training where I said, what's the one thing you're going to do? And people are like, I'm going to meet five people a day. Okay, what's the one thing you're going to do to make sure you meet five people a day? To have that presence in your life, that, that community in your life that is constantly asking you the questions to help you drill down, that's what we do in the live check-ins. There's nothing I can tell you here that would actually show you. Um, it's You'd have to witness it on a live check-in, which we're going to be doing on Monday. 
by the way. The first portion, I'm going to be doing just that drilling down for people. And then we're going to shift into a training on how to say no to other people, which we know is the number one distraction that people face. And that's coming up on Monday. Jerrica asked a great question. How do you balance the one thing in all the different areas of your life? Page 114 of the book, we have the seven circles. Spirituality, physical health, personal, relationships, job, business, finances. The biggest misunderstanding about the one thing is that we all have more than one thing. We all have one thing for each area of our life. How do you balance them all? The answer is you don't. Jay asked me this question when I first started working with him and Gary. He said, what's the one area you're going to focus on first? And I identified four that I needed to make a change. He said, but if you start with one, I said, well, Jay, I can definitely do two. And he said, but if you could only do one, (laughs) how do you start with one? Jerrica, if you look over the last five years, how many truly life-changing positive power habits have you formed? In fact, all of you answer that question. Over the last five years, how many truly life-changing positive power habits have you formed? For me, before working with Gary and Jay, the answer was two. Two in five years. Jacqueline says one. Awesome. And thank you for the transparency. Emily says none. This is because habit formation, making change is hard. Mary says two. Michelle says one. Lisa says one. That's because so many people just try to figure it out. They do it entrepreneurially. They jump out of the plane and they try to build the parachute on the way down. You set a New Year's resolution, you try to take action, you get punched in the face, and then you stop doing it. This is where when you step into a world where there's a proven model and a system, a Jay Papazan in my case to say, Jeff, pick one. It only takes 66 days on average to form a habit, 10 weeks, which means you could form five positive life-changing power habits in a year. You could form 50 over a decade. And when you do one thing, the right thing, it topples over many things. Because when you form one power habit, you're going to find it spawns additional power habits. It's called the halo effect. It compounds. Jerrica, of all the areas that you need to focus on, what's the one you would give yourself permission to focus on first? If I literally stood next to you, tied at the hip for the next 10 weeks and forced you to focus on one first, what would it be? Can you give yourself permission to not worry about all the other stuff and prove to yourself that you can get a win in that category first? Because once that thing's a habit, guess what? It's locked in, baby. Then you get to focus on the next area. And then once that's a habit, boom, you've got two in place. And then you get to focus on the next one, boom. Then you start habit stacking. This is where the weekly check-ins come into play. To have that person in your life that is constantly reminding you, focus. Asking you questions, do you have clarity? What are your priorities? Are they clear enough? Is it a must-do list or is it a to-do list? Are your goals a result or are they actions that by done would create the result? Are your priorities in order of priority? Does your calendar reflect your priorities? What would be possible for you if you had that presence constantly in your life, asking you those questions and helping you get that level of clarity? That's what we do, folks. It's a buck to try for seven days. This is a joke. It is ridiculous. It's because we want to make it a no-brainer. So hopefully you'll try it. 
Marika asked, how do I get clarity on my goal? Um, she gets it down, but then she lacks the clarity and just kept, keeps vicious cycle of just redoing the goals, but never taking action. Um, Marika, this is week two of living your one thing. We have a proven model for casting goals the right way. And then a proven model for how do you constantly reflect on those goals and tweak the goals. This was not what we intended when we created the program, but when we worked with our founding members, which were the beta group for this, the number one value that they got was clarity on what their goals actually were and the action that they needed to take today to be on track. Think about what that means. To have complete clarity on what you want and to know with complete clarity the one thing you need to do today to be on track for your life's goals. Not this year, not five years. We're talking about your life's goals. It's a system. It's a process. It's a model. You just got to follow it. Sherry said, um, I need to hire people to do the small things, but I need the income first. Well, few options. How can you hold yourself accountable to creating the extra income so you can start to buy leverage? This would be what, if I'm imagining what my coach would ask me in this situation, and he'd say, all right, Jeff, let's assume that it's a done deal and you actually have brought on that leverage. What's the one thing you did that you are currently not doing that when you started doing immediately allowed you to generate that income so that you could afford the leverage? What would that be for you? I saw um, Armando, are trainings repeatable? What if I cannot attend a training? 100% Armando. We, and, and I'll show you guys, Again, every check-in when you log in is right here since inception. Every check-in, if you want to go back and do it, is there. We're constantly building out and adding to the training library. Uh, we, we want to incorporate a live element because your questions come up and we want to be able to answer them. And frankly, we learn from you. You help us continue to bring more value in this implementation program. And we also respect and acknowledge the fact that you're a busy professional our goal is to save you time. It's about how do you do it in a time that is most convenient for you? How do you stay disciplined to work through the priority list, asked Dean? Well, Dean, this is one of the number one lies of productivity. It's not about being a disciplined person. It's about how do you apply select discipline to doing that priority until it becomes a habit. Dean, how can you use your discipline and your willpower to ensure that you do those actions every single day for on average about 66 days until it becomes a habit? Once it's a habit, you don't think about it anymore. For me, about a year in is when it became a habit of just thinking in order of priority. I don't have to think about it anymore. I just, boom, I, I repulse 80% work. If I start doing 80% work, I, I actually in my gut start to feel sick now. Because I have just trained my mind to be so clear on what actually matters. And when I do the other stuff, I recognize that that's just it. I'm doing the other stuff that doesn't matter. Just habits, man. Habits. FM Alexander says, people don't decide their futures. They decide their habits. And their habits decide their futures. One of the trainings that we're going to be doing coming up, and maybe make a note of this, this might be the check-in for in October. Gary talks about how the entire purpose of a goal. What is the purpose of a goal? You guys tell me. What is the purpose of a goal? What do you think it is? Gary would suggest that the purpose of a goal is nothing more than to be appropriate in the moment. To have a vision and clarity on where you want to be someday so you know right now, this very moment, how do you show up as the highest version of yourself? 
And once you get clarity on that, you get asked, what are the habits that I need to acquire today that will automatically carry me to my goals? So I'm thinking one of the trainings we'll do coming up is helping people get that clarity on what those habits are and lay a plan out to actually achieve them. Would that sound good, guys? Would that sound good? If so, put some exclamation points in the chat box so I can see them. And by the way, again, you're seeing the value of doing live. You ask a really great question. I go, boom, that was one of the most powerful lessons I've learned from Gary. We should turn that into a training. And then I ask you, would you like to turn that into a training? And people in the crowd goes wild. Heather asks, how do you recommend time blocking when a large majority of your time is spent at home with small communities? Who is that? Heather, you and my wife should be friends. How do you recommend time blocking when the majority of your time is spent in home with small minion children, small children, minions? Oh, you said minions. Putting words in her mouth. So th- this applies to you, what I said earlier. For the people who actually can control their time, it's about how do you clear the decks and schedule your most important priorities first and then fill in the 80% work in the time that remains. And for you, who is a stay-at-home parent, where your one thing is actually your children, how do you still find time and time block your priorities. For you, it's not going to be at 3 p.m. I'm doing this. For you, it's a matter of having clarity on the priorities so that when, in our example, baby Dean is taking a nap and Daphne is painting and we realize we've got 15 minutes of gold, that we don't turn on the TV. We don't look at email. We sit down and we do that one thing that we know we need to do. So when those slivers of time show up, boom, you are knocking out your most important priority. And you may not get it done. The question is, are you chipping away at it? And those, just remember, just knock the domino down. Just knock the domino down. It really adds up over time. Gail says, what if I'm uh, not sure what my work priority is? I work for someone else. I'm a realtor and uh, I'm starting an, a side business. Gail, uh, I don't know enough about this to, to be able to give you candid feedback. What I can say is this is exactly what the weekly check-ins are. This is what we do. We ask the questions that help you self-discover. When you follow the processes and the models, just by doing it inherently, you're going to start to get that clarity. And then when you show up for the calls, that's when we have a better discussion around it. But this is one of the most common questions someone coming into Living Your One Thing answers. And it's one of the first things that they end up figuring out how to do. Shannon says, I'm good at focusing on projects, but not ongoing habits. Is that just as good? Shannon. People do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. Focusing on projects is great. That's awesome. That's working in your business. We're talking about the higher level working on your business and working on your life. What are those power habits, life-changing power habits that you need to acquire that would make achieving your life's goals, it would just carry you there. It's a done deal. It's, it's, it's a much higher level discussion. So it's not a either or, it's a yes and. Yes, you are focusing on your projects. Air high five. And how do you get clarity on where you want to be in life, what you want to accomplish? And how do you identify the habits you need to form today will automatically carry you there. Jamie says in the One Thing book, it says we need to uh, time block four hours a day. That's really hard to do. Uh, This is where in the One Thing, Gary also talks about think big, go small. Gary does time block four hours a day. I'm getting there. It's pretty... Yeah, you're actually pretty consistent. 
I'm pretty consistent. Well, I also have I also have an executive assistant whose job it is is to make sure that that's the case. This is like asking you to walk into the gym for the very first time, grab a pair of 100-pound dumbbells and start curling them like it's your job. Ain't going to happen. What we ask, what we suggest is that are you willing to walk into the gym and grab a five-pound dumbbell and curl it once? How do you think big in terms of your vision for what you want out of your life? And how do you narrow it all the way down to the priority that is so small that you can do it? And how do you ensure that you know what those things are for the week and that you get them done? That is what living your one thing is. It's what we do. So think big, go small. Hope that helps. There's a couple people that asked if they signed up for time blocking mastery recently. Like, what's the difference? Uh, some people ask the difference between time blocking mastery and this. Fantastic question. Time blocking mastery is our master course on forming power habits that stick. You get clarity on that first habit you want to form, and it holds your hand as you go through a 66 day challenge to making that thing a habit. So, time blocking mastery is about habit formation. Living your one thing is about getting clear on your priorities taking control of your time so you can invest it in the areas that matter most. Time blocking mastery is about habits. Living your one thing is about prioritization and execution. Hope that helps. Working for Kristen says, working from home and finding the five people. I'm having this conversation with my wife, or I think it's Kirsten, Kirsten. I'm having this conversation with my wife right now. It requires being intentional. It requires being purposeful about it. So Kirsten, if you are working from home and finding your five, if we were to actually videotape you over the last four months, how much time would we actually see of you intentionally reaching out to form relationships with the right people? Is that level of activity indicative of the results you desire? When I was in medical device sales, I worked from home. I ran through hospitals. I surrounded myself with a bunch of doctors, but that's not the people I wanted to be. I had a full-time job. I had a family. I had to get really clear on the people I wanted to surround myself with and I had to put intention. I had to make it a priority. I had to set goals around the level of activity that I needed to do to ensure that I was surrounding myself with those people. And I did it consistently. And it helped me go from employee to entrepreneur in 10 months. Your results may be way faster, way closer than you expect. It's a matter of do you have clarity on what those actions are and are you doing it consistently? I firmly believe this is one of the most valuable premium resources we have, period. We took to heart what Gary said about something being world-class, that every person who joins it loves it and they would want to share it. And our members who have joined so far, they're sharing it. That's indicative that we're doing the right thing. Our question for you is, where are you now? What's that ceiling of achievement that you just keep butting up against? You can't seem to break through, whether it's making more money, having more balance, less stress, more time to be in your creative space, whatever it is. Do you believe if you had the proven models and systems that have scaled a billion-dollar company handed to you and the community to guide you through every week, that you'd make progress? Would you be willing to invest a dollar a day in yourself so you can control your most valuable resource, your time? That's what we're offering you. 
We hope that you will click that button in the bottom right-hand corner, that you will join us, that you will give this thing a shot. It is a dollar to try it for the first seven days. Then it's 30 bucks a month, a buck a day. And for the first 30 days, we guarantee your satisfaction. If you decide it's not a fit, we will simply refund your money. That's simple. And 100% of the net proceeds from your first month are going to support those who have been affected by the recent hurricanes. We want to provide you the opportunity to make an investment in your education and also make an impact because that's what a business should be doing. So we're, we're trying to walk the talk here, folks. So thank you for the consideration. I saw that Mary says, see you on Monday. Mary, I will see you on Monday. Thank you very much. Very excited. Next question. Jamie asks, I'm trying to keep track of everything and found it overwhelming. How do we overcome the fear of missing out? Jamie, this is where um, I'm hearing you treating everything like it matters equally. Are you treating everything like it matters equally? Why do you need to keep track of everything? One thing you must keep track of, and how do you hold yourself accountable to keeping track of that first? This is, and please, please give yourself permission to, to, for where you are. Be kind to yourself because I'm telling you, so many people are where you are, feel like you feel. This is where you just need that guidance, that model, that system that is constantly going to help you think and discover, all right, how, how do I need to be thinking about this? It's not everything, Jamie. It's a handful of things. Select few things that actually matter. How do you bring that focus to where you are. Um, I do want to say congratulations to, we've had a lot of people sign up, Stephanie, Catherine, Heather, Scott, Kathleen, Carrie, Charles, Liana, Dino, Todd, Deirdre, Joel, Nicole, Daniel, Lisa, Julie, Armando, Armando, Kathleen, thank you very much, Steve, Lisa, Sherry, Rody, Emily, Katie, uh, wow, a lot of people have signed up, folks. So clearly this is resonating. Um, we're very excited to be working with all of you. We've got some incredible training coming up. So we, we really hope that you will, if you're on the fence, that you'll just you'll take the leap. You'll make the investment in yourself. You'll try for a dollar and see if it works. And if it doesn't, cool. We'll give you your money back. We know it will though. So hope that helps. Dino asked if goal setting and a system to achieve it is part of the training. Week two, Dino. Week two. <laughs> Week two, baby. Yes, 100%. The, the number one value our founding members got was clarity on what their goals were and the action they needed to take today to achieve them. So we provide you with the systems to get clarity on what your goals are based on what you actually want, not based on what you think you should want, based on what society tells you, but what you actually want. And then a system so that you have complete clarity on what you need to accomplish this year. Not everything you need to accomplish, the handful of things that you need to accomplish, the big rocks, what you need to accomplish this month to be on track for this year, what you need to accomplish this week to be on track for this month, and how you clear the decks, how you control your calendar so you are knocking those things out first. And people, boy, do you make progress because it's a system. It's a model. Kathleen asked if you can decide on the yearly option after your first month. So what she's talking about, folks, when you when you sign up and you put your card information in for a dollar on the thank you page, it gives you the opportunity. If you'd like to change it to an annual subscription, you save 30%. Kathleen, if you would like to change it to an annual in the first 30 days, we do allow you to do that. So yes, if you're not 100% sure, go ahead. And by the way, if you do upgrade to the annual, the satisfaction guarantee stays in place. So people will lock in the savings and they know that if in the first 30 days that 
It's just not a fit. They just ask us for their annual subscription back and, and that's not a problem. Uh, Chelsea says, does your one thing change as you grow? <laughs> that's the best question of the day. Chelsea asked if your one thing changes as you grow. Oh yeah. This has been one of the biggest ahas for me is that in the book, we call this moving from E to P. So most people act entrepreneurially, meaning they wake up every single day, they pick an action, they take action. They're basically jumping out of the plane and building the parachute on the way down. You're figuring it out. That's frankly how uh, we are still acting right now as a business, by the way, transparently. How do you move from being entrepreneurial to being P, purposeful? The answer is you identify the models and the systems that get you to that next level. Because right now, here's us. You looking great today, by the way. And every single one of us has this ceiling of achievement over us where we just keep bumping up against it. And we keep trying and trying, but we, we never seem to break through. The only way to break through that ceiling of achievement is when you get really clear on this is where we are. And in order for us to get to this next level, we have to change the way we show up. We have to change what we do, how we do it, and who we do it with. This is directly in the book. I literally read it this morning because I read a chapter every day. You have to change what you do, how you do it, and who you do it with. When you identify the new models and systems, you end up breaking through that ceiling of achievement. And what happens to the ceiling? It doesn't go away. The bar just raises. So what your one thing is today, once you accomplish it, is going to change because your ceiling is going to raise and your one thing is going to completely change. And it constantly changes and constantly changes. What you hear us saying over and over again about living your one thing is we are teaching you the models and the systems to follow so that you can achieve your life's goals. So you can take back control of your time and get clarity on how you want to invest it. Gold star, Chelsea. Uh, Dr. Paul says, what productivity calendar do you recommend to help Oh, Dr. Paul, you throw in the softball. What productivity calendar do you recommend to start this process? Uh, the one that we are creating that does not exist yet is the answer. Um, behind the scenes, Inez is spearheading that project. Gary, for a long time, has wanted to create a calendar, and it is high on our roadmap. In fact, the people who are in the membership are kind of the ones that we are working with in terms of developing this. So we are throwing ideas out to them on not regular basis. It's going to start becoming more intentional. As we begin to develop this going into the next year, our current members are going to be the people that we are basing this off of. So we are literally going to be designing a calendar to our members. Boom shakalaka. All right, folks. Thank you for your time. You just made an incredible investment. We can see how many of you are still with us live, which is, is an incredible honor. We hope that this gave incredible value to you. Whether you choose to join us for living your one thing or not, what's that one thing that you're not doing based on our time together that if you started doing immediately would make a major impact in your life? If you had to take everything that we've covered today from the stuff in the training to me getting on a whiteboard and drawing handsome, pretty stick figures of yourself, what's the one you're going to start with? Remember. The number one reason people do not succeed, especially living the one thing, 
is because they are unwilling to endure the monotony of success. How will you take action and endure the monotony of success when the novelty wears off, when it's no longer exciting, when the world is trying every day to command your focus? How will you keep your focus narrow so that you can achieve extraordinary results in your life? Thank you very much. We love you. We appreciate you. And we hope that we will see you in the community. Have a great one. Well, there you have it, folks. The Q&A portion from our recent live webinar on how to take back control of 24 to 32 hours a month in just 30 minutes a week. We want you to get into action. We want you to implement what you just learned. The question that we will ask you is, out of everything you just heard, what's one thing that you're not doing currently that if you started doing immediately would have a major impact in terms of how you control your time? Just one. Hopefully there were lots of things that you could walk away and take action on. Can you give yourself permission to narrow focus down to one? Can you prove to yourself that you can take action on just one of these and get a win? When you get that win, can you look up and say, great, what's the next thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. And you get a win there and it continues and continues and continues. The idea here is that you build momentum. You build momentum in your life because when you do one thing, the right thing, it can topple over many things. If you'd like to have us there by your side, if you'd like to be surrounded by a community of close to a thousand people who are all learning the exact same thing, applying the same focus every single week and truly taking back control of their time and having clarity over how they want to invest it, then join Living Your One Thing. This is one of the most valuable implementation programs we have. It is insanely affordable. Go to theonething.com slash membership and go there now because we close the doors on this enrollment period this Sunday night. Theonething.com slash membership. That's with the number one in the URL and give this thing a shot. You can try it for a buck for seven days. Then it's just a buck a day after that, 30 bucks a month. There's no contracts. We guarantee your first month. So if you look up at the end of the month and you go, eh, wasn't, wasn't the right fit, we'll refund your investment. There is zero risk here. There's all upside. We do this because we want you to make a decision to invest in yourself. And we want to make it the investment level so low that you can make it work. And just high enough that you got some skin in the game. That's why we do it the way that we do it. Bottom line, folks, it's a resource to help you. And if it's not a fit at this time, no worries. We will continue to bring value to you every single week moving forward. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for living the book in your own way. And if there's anything we can do to support you, please let us know. Till next time.